Hi, this is Susie Pomerantz, the founder of the Leading Coaches Clubhouse, and I am here today with Tom Heck, who is all about high-performing teams. And Tom is the president and founder of the International Association for Team Building Facilitators, and he has created tons of workshops and trained leaders all over the world in over 100 countries. And he has just this huge suite of books, CDs, audio programs, activities. Um, he's built a list of over 43,000, and he's got this great program about leader as coach. It's a fast-track program. And uh, Tom, I'm just so grateful that you're here today to share with me your insights and models and secrets to success. So welcome. <laughs> it's my pleasure to be here, Susie. Thank you. So... So what is it that, tell me a little bit about how you got started. What's your story? How did you build this whole team building empire? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, um, getting started, I think probably <clears throat> I've been at it since 1997. I, I somehow got this idea that I could start a business. And uh, I think like many people I've spoken to, they had they known what they were getting into at the time, they may have uh, hesitated, and I think I would have. Uh, and it's been—I will say this—it's been a, uh, a a lot of personal growth has taken place. I think there's—I was joking with a friend of mine who's another business owner, and we said uh, there's three things if you really uh, want to get like on your own personal development system, and that is get married have kids and start a business and not necessarily in that order because uh, you'll face some things that you've never faced before. <laughs> so, so starting off, I think, uh, really I started off under a, a, the premise of leading workshops, you know, traveling from uh, where I live here in Asheville, North Carolina to wherever I could find a client. <clears throat> and so that was my model. And then, uh, actually, it was, it's funny, I was, someone had called and asked if I could come and do a workshop, and uh, we got to talking, and this person told me, they said, boy, you ought to look into coaching. And this was right when Coach University was uh, really starting to spread its wings, and I think it was right when Thomas Leonard had, uh, I think, sold the business to Sandy Vilas, and but but Thomas was still very involved, uh, and and we're talking pre Coachville, uh, and this was also when the ICF uh, was young. <coughs> Excuse me. So um, I started looking into coaching through Coach University. Went through, decided that I wanted to do that, and and that was really where things started to change for me as I started this. Uh, uh, well, one, I, I had uh, our first our first child ten years ago, and um, that helped me realize, Susie, that the the model uh, that I was using, <clears throat> which was you know traveling a lot frequently, leading workshops. Although I liked it, what it it didn't do for me is uh, I wasn't able to be fully present in the lives of my uh, kids. Kids now, yeah, I've got yeah. two kids. So I started to look at, you know, really seriously uh, the coaching model of, you know, doing work from uh, home or a lot of it and having a home business. And so 
uh, that's how it started, and then it, it it snowballed from there for how I could reach people. And really, probably the the biggest piece that really made me want to play a much bigger game and reach a lot more people was uh, September eleventh, two thousand and one, and you know after uh, I. Sp- like a lot of people, I remember exactly what I was doing, where I was. I was actually driving. I was on an eight-hour drive to go work with a group of people. It was in another workshop. And I listened to the whole event as I was driving. We decided to continue with the workshop because a lot of people had already flown in the day before for a pre-event. And it was a team and leadership development conference. And it was that event that I thought, okay, now I need to reach a lot more people. This has gotten to the, if, if people are willing to fly planes into buildings, I need to reach a lot more people a lot quicker. And that's really what took me to the place of building the International Association of Teamwork Facilitators uh, today. And so the motivation and the inspiration was really about wanting to um, to transform leadership or to transform teams. What's the compelling? I hear that there's a driving passion there. What 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 is that? Uh, the really the uh, the compelling piece for me is to to build uh, teams and and team cultures that are conscious, that are aware that, uh, and really it's uh, for me the. Um, the metaphor I use is, uh, you know, we have, uh, you told me that you use a, a, a Macintosh computer, and, and I work, use one as well. Well, you know, and there's, there's all these different operating systems in the worlds of computers, right? The Apple has got uh, OS X and Windows Vista and, uh, you know, Windows XP and Linux and all these other things. Well, I believe that the, the, the best operating system for a team is to develop a culture based around uh, the what you and I would call the coach approach. Uh, how to work with people, how to be uh, in a high-functioning team using coaching skills. So that's what drives me right now is, is how do we do that? And, and ultimately, how is this going to impact the world? So, you know, I was very clear, uh, 9-11 helped me see that I need to move beyond the boundaries of, you know, certainly my region um, and then the United States and then uh, uh, to help make a difference worldwide. So that's what I'm doing. And, you know, my niche is, is teamwork. And, of course, it, uh, we talk about leadership and, and how to be as a leader, but uh, it, it comes down to uh, really legacy, you know what? What is the part that I'm going to be leaving as my legacy? And uh, and so every day when I work on the IATF and reaching out to people, it's about how can I affect their team and uh, improve their team culture. That's <clears throat> yeah. And so, in terms of improving team culture and wanting to have a broad reach worldwide, how did you from a, on the business side of it? How did you shift? What mindsets did you need to shift or what models or practices did you need to take on in order to shift from a guy who's designing, developing, selling, and delivering workshops to a guy who's building an international community of 
43,000. <laughs> you know, how, what yeah. made that shift? <clears throat> well, that's a good question. At the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing. All I knew was is that I had to do something. And that desire uh, somehow, I, I think, caused me to meet different people and uh, begin to understand what it means to build a community. And, I, and I've grown even in, in that respect of, of just having a large newsletter list uh, to having people who are, are real fans and, and actually following your work. Uh, so from the business end, it, it was, uh, here's a big shift, was actually the, the list, yeah. Susie, is going from trying to essentially have a website that was a, a um, well, a business card, you know, more or less, right. is just saying about me, uh, you know, and what I could do for them, to having a website that, one, had a, a, a place to add uh, or sign up for a newsletter, and then to have content that was continually being added. So, uh, and a, a big shift from the business end, and this is for uh, a lot of the people out there who are scratching their heads trying to figure out what kind of web presence to have. For me, Susie, the, it was huge to shift from a traditional website to a blog. Yeah. And, and so that, and that created a shift in me too as, as to, you know, what, it, what am I saying? You know, what's, uh, what do I need to say? What's worth saying and what's worth reading? And, uh, and constantly adding content. Whereas at, at, in the old style, it was, you know, I would build the site and then leave it alone for a long time, wouldn't do anything, and uh, it, it, it didn't create much traffic. And so did you seek out specific strategies or tools for building traffic or driving traffic to your now blog site? Um, or, I mean, at what point did you create the... I know you have this fabulous free ebook that you offer people in order to build your list. Yes. Um, and so, where did how did that come about, and what are some of the strategies for list building that you found <clears throat> successful? Well, <clears throat> you know, some of this I, I'll, I'll preface this is that uh, when I started down this path, Facebook didn't exist really, and LinkedIn, and really the whole social networking piece didn't exist, and neither did uh, YouTube. I remember putting up videos for the first time uh, on my website, and it was tedious. And by the way, I don't know HTML and you know all this other stuff that you need to know how to run a traditional website. So at the beginning, I, I had to talk and work with a lot of sort of technological experts uh, to help me get get started. Um, but you know, it's so. Uh, I mentioned uh, Coach University and uh, Thomas Leonard, who uh, passed away a, a number of years ago. And it was actually Thomas Leonard in his la very last workshop, uh, on his, uh, which was in Atlanta, held in Atlanta <clears throat> over the, a weekend. And then he passed away a, couple, a, a day later or a couple days later. Um, at that workshop, he uh, put up my web, my then website, and critiqued it. Wow! Uh, yeah, I know. And I actually have the notes here from that workshop. Um, and 
gave some feedback and and uh, and so that so when you talk about uh, searching out people who were successful, that was one of them. <clears throat> and I think that uh, there was a few other people who I I spoke with about building a a list and what it would take. You know, a lot of people think that if you just say that you have a newsletter, that that's going to get somebody to sign up for it. And I've found that that's not uh, the case. Yeah, that, that's not. Who has time to read newsletters anymore these days? Yeah, it, so it's uh, you got to make it more enticing. And by that, by the I did that by adding um, the ebook. And then for a long time, I provided uh, free access to uh, just a whole gigantic library of content. And I've since. Uh, gone from providing complete and free access, uh, free with this exception, free in exchange for your email address, mm -hmm. to a place of uh, kind of toning that down, not shutting all of it off, but providing uh, not so much all of it, but uh, different aspects of the information I've developed. So what were some of the key pieces of feedback that you got from Thomas Leonard? Uh, at the time, it was funny, you know, someone, uh, he, he said that he liked my logo at the time, and, and someone came up to me later and said, hey, you know, that's a big deal for Thomas to say that he likes your logo. Really? Yeah, I don't like, I don't use the logo anymore, but uh, that and uh, what, what else was, uh, Thomas also suggested uh, having my newsletter uh, up front, you know, making it. Uh, more featured as opposed to sort of an afterthought mm -hmm. and uh, and 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 being clear as to what the offer is so you know now i've I've taken that and moved towards the uh, a membership a subscription based website by the way for for everybody who's listening I started off in in building my web presence uh, with a, a membership-based website and then played around with it and didn't quite have uh, a grasp on how to make it work. And uh, so uh, I've gone, I, I left that model and then now I've returned years later and I'm having success with that now. And, you know, a, a big part of it is how you position, how I've been able to position myself and build a team that is delivering content rather than just me. So for example, when you go, when uh, people go to the, the IATF website, which is IATFConnect.com, uh, when you go there and you click on the About page, it used to be that there was a long scrolling page there about Tom Heck, and now there's just a short, you know, not so much information about me, a little bit, and then there's also information about uh, IATF visiting faculty members. So that's been a shift as well, is, is building a community of people who are uh, supportive of what I'm doing and then also uh, you know, working with me in the capacity of a visiting faculty member, for example, uh, and uh, helping to deliver content, develop and deliver. And you have such an impressive community of subject matter experts. I know David Allen is one of your experts, the uh, the organizing guy. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, and so how did you, are these just relationships that you built strategically over time? Or did you kind of look around one day and go, okay, how do I make this com- membership community work? Who, who could I bring in and how do I reach them? Yeah, you know, it's probably the biggest piece of leverage I have to uh, attracting somebody initially is the size of my newsletter list. Yeah. And uh, so it helps to be able to contact somebody and say, hey, I've got this list and they're all interested in this team building, teamwork, leadership development topic, so, which is you know, how I uh, emailed David Allen or Seth Godin. You know, Seth Godin's uh, last, uh, the book, uh, I don't know, maybe Tribes. it's two books ago, uh, which is, yeah, Tribes. I emailed him and said, hey, I've got this big list. I love your book, which I really did. I love that book. And it really spoke to me. I've read everything that Seth Godin had written up until that point. And then he comes along with this great book. And I, I just had to email him. And, and I, had, I felt compelled to help him get the message out. And I guess he picked up on that. And he emailed me just you know within five minutes and said, sure, I'd love to come uh, on and, and uh be a, a guest on your call or yeah. a guest speaker. So uh, that's helped, um, and 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 then also just networking with other people, you know, um, that are, are aware of what I'm doing and are are bought into the the mission, and they'll they'll refer somebody to me and say, hey, you should. Uh, speak to this person. It happened today, literally just right before you and I started this interview, someone from uh, a friend of mine at FedEx uh, sent me an email and said, man, I, I just there's someone that you should uh, talk to uh, that you might be able to develop a strategic uh, partnership with. And so what's your model for strategic partnerships? Do you have uh, one model that you use that you like that you could recommend? <laughs> Um, I, I, I laugh because uh, I should probably work on defining what my strategic partnership is. I, I've kind of been going from it from this angle, Susie, which is uh, if I see somebody's work that I really like, uh, my first inclination is to say, how can I work with this person to uh, help my list uh, you know, my community learn from them. So, uh, and, and that's how it started, for example, with uh, a guy named Michael Goldman, who owns a company called Facilitation First in Toronto, Canada. And uh, Michael is, his company is the number one facilitation training skills uh, company in the, in the entire country in Canada. And, you know, the two of us got together and collaborated on uh, a series of teleclasses that lasted two years and we had hundreds of people participating in them and really it started off from a place of hey let's test this idea out and see if it works let's do a test run and and so that's how I I start is uh, let's make it easy and and keep it fun and uh, if if we like working with each other Let's keep moving from there. I so love that. we're we uh, now. Some people, it's it's simply like David Allen. It's it's not so 
uh, we're not so closely working with each other. It's it's more of uh, inviting him on and and speaking to the group and um, and I can help promote his his work. And the same thing is uh, with Lance Secretin, who many coaches know, uh, Dr. Lance Secretin, and he is uh, going to be coming on and speaking at the IATF uh, in December. And we just nailed down a date for that. And and that's more of a uh, come come to our community and share your wisdom type of thing, mm-hmm. and I record it and you know much like what you're doing here. It's it's amazing though to look to watch to have watched your growth and to see you now you know really bringing in and bringing together this group of masters um, to to really help create a body of work that is unparalleled in the industry i don't i think you're the only guy really uh, with that level of depth and mastery around teamwork and and bringing in you know bringing the collection of people that you've brought together um i I think it's enormously powerful and and, uh it's fun i will i'll I'll say that too that and, and you know the the uh when i look back on how uh, you know, if I say, okay, so what advice would I have for anybody else? There's, I mean, there's lots of ways that I could, uh, we could spend time sharing tidbits of information that might help somebody else. I think that the big piece is uh, to to start building a community uh, of people who are sharing ideas. And so that that's probably been the biggest shift for me in the last year. Uh, I led a, a course uh, last summer, a little over a year ago, and it was a 10-week leadership development course uh, led, you know, and uh, every Tuesday uh, I led a class, an interactive class, and every Thursday I led a group coaching call for the same group of people. And there was 56 managers from all over the world who participated. It's called the Leader is Coach Fast Track Program. And Susie, it was amazing what happened to this group of people in 10 weeks. Uh, the growth, the connection, the sharing, um, it was just so fun and amazing to be a part of it. And so I've built this into the, uh, I'm, in fact, I'm leading another 10-week course starting next week, uh, September 8th. And uh, I can't wait to do it because I know what's going to happen is and the amount of growth and so you know people who are listening to this can go to uh, leader as coach uh, well actually you can go to the IATF website which is IATFConnect.com and you can see a, a packaged program a leadership development program that's led you know completely uh, well almost all by uh, telephone conference call. I say almost because I'm also using this other community building software from a company called GroupSite.com, and it is phenomenal. It's turnkey, amazing, amazing stuff that that promotes community and connection and growth uh, with my ability to lead the, the group, and then also for other people to share information. And I think that that's really what I'm most excited about these days. Is bringing together, creating the space for other people to share information and connect and yeah. grow together. 
which is exactly the point of the Leading Coaches Center. So it's great. It's totally aligned with, um, I think that's really the trend of where business is going. You know, as people get more and more isolated behind computer screens and uh, I think that the yearning for connection and community has grown stronger as a result. And so I see that as a trend in business, um, that there's a lot more focus on community and team and connectivity um, at the human level. <laughs> well, and, and leveraging the, the wisdom of the group is, uh, you know, there was, in that course I, I just mentioned, the Leaders Coach Fast Track Program, one of the participants in a group coaching session uh, halfway through came in and said, we've got a, uh, I need help and guidance. Uh, we, I just got out of an executive meeting and we've got to fire a quarter of our staff, a hundred people. And so I've never fired that many people. And now the good part was, is that within the community, you know, there was one person who had over 25 years in human resources, uh, in HR and, you know, a, a group, other group members had other areas of expertise and outside of class, Susie, they were supporting her and helping her and working with her to make, uh, prepare her to make the best decision and, and do this in a, a, a way that with integrity. And uh, now imagine my trying to do that one-on-one -on -one with this person right. as opposed to this whole group of people who really sensed her the urgency and the and the difficulty in this and the community came together. It's hugely it was inspiring for me and everyone else who watched it. And that was just one of the things that happened. There were so many others. So it sounds like what you actually did with this group of fifty some odd people was create team in ten weeks. You know that they actually became a team. They did. They they uh, uh, a team in that uh, I, I guess I would say a community of like minded people uh, who are. Uh, working in all these different areas, we had people in, uh, you know, government, federal, local, and state, uh, uh, healthcare, education, uh, military, and just all these different people. But what we all had in common is a, a desire to lead in a new way, and that was using this coach approach, right? Right. Uh, get, getting into place a a new way of, of uh, leading teams and, and developing team culture. And, and going back to the conference calling, how it all happened by phone, do you have a dedicated conference line? I know I'm getting down in the tactical weeds here. Or do you yeah. use one of the, is there a service that you would recommend? Well, the, the service I use right now is, is from a, a company called Maestro Conference. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that you're aware of it, and I have been having great success with it. And uh, It's very robust, it, right? It, it's, it's robust, and it's simple. And uh, um, from the participant's standpoint, it, what's great is that all they need is a telephone. <clears throat> they don't need the web. And I've also led, you know, uh, webinars and, um, you know, uh, there's a belief out there that somehow uh, lecturing to a group of people uh, and, and having the group of people be able to watch your PowerPoint slides on the web is, uh, I mean, maybe it's better than just lecturing over a telephone, but when you engage the group, and, and are able to break the group up into discussion groups and do polling and uh, 
uh, allow people to share information with each other, that's way more powerful. And so the Maestro, um, is it software? It, does that? No, it's, it's actually a service of, uh, that you pay a monthly fee for. And what it, uh, you're, you're provided a, uh, you, the user, are provided with a website where you can go in and create a, a conference. And then, uh, you know, uh, they provide you with a link so people can register for that conference, that telephone conference. And then you send that link out to your list, and uh, they can sign up. And then when they call in, you're able to uh, create small discussion groups, you know, from two people talking to seven people or any, any size, really. So if you have 100 people on the line or even, you know, 10, you can uh, have the group discuss things and then come back. And, and share their revelations, their insights that's with the, with the group as, as a larger. And, and for me, what it does is it goes back to leveraging the strength of the community and also uh, strengthening the uh, connection that people have with each other. So it allows you to, to break them up into groups where they can just talk with four or five other people as if they're having their own little private sub-conference call and no one else can hear them, and then you bring them all back together for a whole group debrief? That's exactly right. That's it's almost cool. as if you were in a uh, leading a live workshop and everybody's in you know round tables and then you say, okay, at your small tables, I'd like you to work on this or discuss this, and then you know the, all the the little tables are talking and whatnot, and you can even walk around in a live setting. You know, you would walk around and listen in and maybe provide a comment. You can do the same with Maestro Conference. You can literally, uh, as the leader, move in and listen in and even comment on uh, all these little groups. So again, it's, it's, it's finding what, what the technology that's out there, from my standpoint, that, that allows me to uh, strengthen community and connection is, is what it's about. And so, you know, this is what the coach approach is about. It's connecting people. It's getting real. It's, it's breaking down barriers and, and, um, leveraging the strength of the community not just one person oh, so, so it's not it's, it's not so much like a, a a pyramid as i'd like what i'm moving towards is uh, more of a circle if you will yeah i'm so excited to know that maestro has that capability i was not aware of that so that just makes it all the more you know i had when i first learned about it it just seemed to me something that served speakers and i always prefer a more interactive facilitative style so yeah, I'm going to go check that out again. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, and, and you mentioned that you really liked Groupsite.com. Tell us a little bit about what the capabilities are that you like with Groupsite. What does that do for you? Groupsite for me does a number of things. One, it is a turnkey online, uh, you know, uh, service that, uh, and you can use free aspects of it, and then you can also pay to upgrade to get different features. Uh, I use it with the uh, IATF community, uh, people who join. And uh, so it's got a lot of uh, features that people are familiar with, but all rolled into one. And then specifically, it's, it's uh, when you speak to the developers of, of GroupSite, they're very clear that uh, it's for a group of people who are working to get something done. 
right? It's not just about social networking. So, so you know, Facebook um, is not necessarily, it's a community, but it's not necessarily a group of people who are working to get something done. Right. And, and whereas group site, they're clear that they built all the features into it uh, for people who are trying to uh, create change, move forward, uh, work together to, to create or build something. And so they have uh, the ability to, uh, uh, people can discuss things. Uh, you can, uh, there's a calendar feature. There's, people can upload their, uh, uh, their uh, profiles and, and write in their number one objectives uh, so that other people can see what they're working on. Um, you can create subgroups. Uh, and, and so a lot of these features are, are sort of, may, you may not understand necessarily. If you go to I, the IATF website, iatfconnect.com, and uh, I think there's a link there at the top that says uh, a member login, and you can see the homepage of my group site. And, you know, I'm even using it, Susie. I, I'm on the board of my school and uh, we're going to be launching a group site for the school uh, to help specifically around this area to build, uh, to strengthen connection and community. It's not the only tool we use. You know, there's live in-person events, of course, and even just uh, picking up your child after school is an opportunity to build community and connection. But uh, we're going to be using a group site uh, to enhance the school community and make it easier for uh, all the different subgroups to meet, like the PTO or PTA, uh, the teachers, the uh, different subcommittees within the teachers, the, a building committee. Um, and so there's all these different committees that, uh, and you can do it all so easily through GroupSite. And that's phenomenal. I'm going to have to check that out too. This is great. And I just recently learned about a tool that's not as robust as that, um, but it's a it's a free conferencing a free conference calling tool that does free recordings as well, and they yes. send you an MP3. Um, so I've been playing with that a little bit. And then there's another tool that I wanted to share with you that might actually be helpful to you as well. It's a company called Net Briefings, and they do several tools that are really, really robust. I'm just at the tip of the iceberg of learning about the capacity of these tools, so I can't tell you from personal experience having used them for months or years, but um, I, I'm, one of the tools is called Proclaim, and Proclaim allows you to create a, a live video um, you know, from your webcam, and next to it you can have slides, and you can also roll in streaming video clips, and you can put links underneath it. So it's a really great communication medium. You can host live events that way, and you can also send it as an email to people. Um, very, very powerful tool. I have played with that one a little bit, and it's the capacity of what it can do blows me away. And they, this company, Net Briefings, also has something that they call e-conference or virtual conferencing, where it's a web-based video, streaming video um, platform where you can do these large, it's built for large corporations, they do thousands of people, where 
it's essentially like you're hosting a conference, but instead of having everyone fly in, which nowadays companies can't do because it costs too much, instead of having a thousand employees fly into headquarters and the CEO gets up and talks to them, they can now do it live on everyone's desktop, essentially. Um, and hook you can hook everybody up, and then it gives you metrics and tracking and recording about who showed up and you know how many people were there and and how they engaged, et cetera. So it's, it's, oh, very interesting. I, I think that this this uh, distance learning is a, a great place to be oh, uh, yeah. for those of us who are doing teleclasses and uh, and teaching at a distance. There's uh, the technology is getting easier and easier to use. And more and more robust as well, and a lot of it is available very reasonably, if not free. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. It, it's. I love it. I love it. So, just um, it, it, let us know what if you had to sum up the secrets of your success in building your business, or um, a favorite model, maybe the model for your membership site, or a favorite tool or strategy that you've discovered along the way. What what final thought do you want to? share with us about your success and and what advice you'd give to others wow uh, I, I think that probably if I boil it down is uh, what is worth really moving forward and um, going through the learning curve I think that for a lot of people uh, they they can be a lot of people I've talked with, when they look at, at some of the things that I've done, they'll say, well, I don't know that that technology or, you know, I, um, or they, they see the roadblocks. And I, I would say that what is worth uh, learning or growing through those things so that you can get to your end result um, and, and getting clear on that. And I think that also having a, a group of people who love and support you. You know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have a wife that has been very supportive of, uh, you know, even during the hard times of trying to figure out how to make this work. And, um, and then also having a, you know, I have a mastermind group that I work with, uh, a group of people that I can bounce ideas off of uh, uh, that are there to support me. And then also working with great coaches. So and that's all part of the the support network. Who is? Because um, I'm hoping that uh, you're going to you the the listener that you're going to find something that is worth uh, the effort uh, that and the learning curve that it's going to take to to build that dream. And I I I think that that's in a nutshell what it is for me is that what is it all along that's been worth doing all of this for yeah that's a great it gives it much more meaning than you know how do i monetize my list <laughs> yeah well i mean there the the there is a reality you know there's uh to how, how can we uh monetize that list and how can we build a viable business and um i think that that starts uh, the genesis of that for me, at least, has been: uh, Is this really worth doing? You know, is is it really worth uh, putting all this effort in, or is it better to just go find something else to do? Mm -hmm. Because it's not. If you answer no, it's not worth all this effort. Then, 
it's it's the wrong place to be. Yeah, that's very wise. That makes really good sense. And and Tom, I am so grateful to you for all of your wisdom and for sharing all of your models and um, tools and strategies. And um, what's a good way for people to find out more about you or get a hold of you? Um, is it the IATF Connect website or is there? Yeah, that's that. Uh, my contact information is there, and uh, so that's uh, www.iatfconnect.com. And uh, so from that site, you can find all my contact information. And uh, I'm uh, delighted to talk with anyone who would like to uh, reach out. And uh, and I also offer you know lots of free opportunities to, to learn at the site. In fact, next week, I've got uh, a gentleman, Brian Byro, who's coming in to uh, lead a class, and I'm going to be on the class with him. We're going to be using Maestro Conference, and, um, and we're going to be talking about uh, breakthrough uh, leadership and what does it take to have a breakthrough team and a breakthrough year. This guy's like a breakthrough expert. And he's uh, just a fun, amazing person. And it's things like that that, uh, you know, I'll post the recording. And uh, it's, it's so fun to be able to get feedback from people uh, saying what they liked and, uh, what, and also who they'd like to see, who they uh, – I'd love to hear from our, their listeners as to who they'd like me to interview. Um, there's always people out there doing amazing work. I'm always on the lookout for new and uh, new people, not necessarily new, but people that uh, my list is interested in hearing from. Wonderful, wonderful. And thank you so much, Tom. It's just, it's a delight to talk to you again. And I very much appreciate your time this morning. And uh, thank you for being with us. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks very much. Take care.